Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're listening to me from. This is Andrea Holman, and I am here today to continue my series, Solving World Peace, One Girl Fight at a Time. (laughs) Doesn't that sound exciting? This week's episode is Sugar and So Much Spice. Oh, all the girl drama. Let me tell you, I never would have thought in my life I would be dealing with girl drama. It is so over the top. And my daughter's only in the fifth grade, y'all. It really does feel like some days it's going to be the death of me. And my friends say the same thing. I really don't know how they do it in this day and age. With all the social media, you cannot leave anything at school. It seems like everything follows you home and you're in a constant state of anxiety about something that happened at school or a fight you are having with a friend. Which, oh by the way, it followed you home because you live on the street with half the people you go to school with. When I was growing up, we lived outside of the city area from the very small downtown city area that we had. And I only had one friend that I lived by and it wasn't a girl. So for me, I really didn't have girl drama in my life from a young age except, of course, for my sisters. And there was girl drama there, but nothing to the extent, it seems like, that my daughter and all of her friends go through. It's like drama times a million, because for them, they almost never get a break from each other, especially when you ride the school bus together, go to school together, ride the school bus back home, play together after school, and sometimes even do sports together. Having that much time with anybody can really strain a friendship. It doesn't matter who you are. So, as their parents, we step in and set some boundaries. Just to prove to them, once again, they can make it without each other, despite what they believe. It's always interesting to me when I look at the friendships within the unit of friends. You usually have a leader, some followers, the crazy wild one who goes their own way. I'm pretty sure that was me and my friend group, and someone who's pretty quiet or shy. And for the most part, that's what we have with the girlfriend unit that she hangs with. But what will happen is, on occasion, and this does happen with my girlfriends as well, you have a situation that comes up where two people want to be in charge or in the lead. They want to decide what game to play, where to go to eat, who you should be for Halloween, or which boy you can like at school. On a side note, my friends and I do not argue about which boys to like. We each have found our forever guys, so there's no drama there. However, if my one friend keeps telling me that we are going to dress as a unicorn for Halloween one more time and she leaves me to be the back end of a unicorn by myself, we are going to have some words that our relationship may not recover from. I'm just saying. (laughs) Friendships can get very intense and they can be full of drama, especially when only one is trying to be sweet like sugar and someone else is being spicy. I have found that the longer you are friends, the more drama there tends to be, at least in the long run. Everyone has drama. They bring it with them into their relationships. Some of it's funny and some of it not so much, but when you have good friends, you work through it. You negotiate. You take turns. 
Sometimes you tell each other what you think. Make up and move on in the relationship. Sometimes you will find that you tell a friend what you think and they get so upset with you that they just need a break to think things through. If it's meant to be a friendship that lasts for a long time, eventually you two will come back together again. It happens. It's part of life. These are all techniques and tactics that you can use to help your child through similar difficult situations with their friends, especially if one of them is being very spicy and doesn't seem to be interested in being a good friend. And sometimes, unfortunately, you run into people like that in life. They're just not in the same place as you are and they're not ready to be the friend that you need. And it's important for you to understand in those times when to let that person go. Because not everybody's supposed to be going through life on your journey. So you don't have to feel guilty about that. It's okay. I thought it would be fun to look up the actual origin of where this saying came from. Because it's sugar and spice and everything nice. That's what little girls are made of. So on my google.com search, most scholars attribute the original child's version of this poem to the English poet Robert Southey, I hope I pronounced that correctly, who lived from 1774 to 1843, and such are little boys made of. This short version of the children's poem is commonly found in Mother Goose's nursery rhyme collections. So this is where they originally believed this saying came from. It's amazing that it's lasted this long. I mean, from the 1800s? Really? That definitely has some sticking power. And so do friendships. However, when you have one person who wants to be in charge all the time, eventually rebellion will set in, thus causing the girl fights. So now I would like to share with you just a few tips I use with my daughter to help solve world peace, one girl fight at a time. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. So now I would like to share with you just a few tips I use with my daughter. The very good thing is that in our neighborhood, we have really good moms who will step in and help not just their own daughter, but the group as a whole in order to help them work through issues going on. I've talked about before being a minute mom, like in this minute, I'm your mama. And that <laughs> that is a lot of what happens around here. We have issues that occur. And if there's a mom close by, basically that's the minute mama you get. We work together as a team to basically help these kids figure out how to resolve issues and work through their friendships. Sometimes it doesn't work out right away and the kids have to figure out how they're going to fit back in together and get along. We try to let them work it out as much as possible. However, sometimes you do need a helping hand and that's okay because not all girl fights are created equal, y'all. So here are a few of my tips, most of which you probably already know. However, sometimes it's good to hear for reinforcement. The first thing I always try to tell my daughter is to talk it out. You know, what happens when you disagree in a friendship and there's a lot of girl drama going on and it gets out of control? The first thing you need to do is you need to try to talk it out with your friends. Find out what the problem was. What happened? How did you make them upset with you? Or how did you get upset with them? Try to make it to where you explain that to them and have open communication 
just talk with them and see if it's something that you can resolve together. However, sometimes it requires an objective view. And what I mean by that is your kids need to know that they can come and talk to you no matter what it is about and you have their back. I have spent years building up the trust relationship between me and each of my kids. They know that I love them. They know that I have their back. But they also know that if I believe they are in the wrong, they have to fix it and they will do the work to fix it to the best of their ability. The other person doesn't have to receive it, but they have to do their very best to try to fix what they did or apologize. I hold them accountable and I think that that really builds a trust level between you and your child because they know that you have the very best intentions for them and they can trust you. It is critical that you build that relationship with your child that they can trust you and at the same time they know you are going to have boundaries with them and that you will hold them accountable. They depend on that because it gives them boundaries and they feel safe. I ask my daughter sometimes when there has been a, an argument and she can't seem to get to the root cause of what's going on to make a list. I come in as the objective view and I say okay I want you to write down the things that are making you upset about your friend right now. This is a list for in that moment. Then once that is completed, I ask her, hey, do you see these in yourself as well? Do you do some of these things? And we talk about that and we discuss it. And then I tell her, you know, your friend is acting like this now because maybe of this situation. They don't always act this way. And sometimes you have acted this way. You know, when you got upset with so-and-so last week, didn't you have an issue similar to this? Wasn't there some words that you said that upset them that you had to apologize for later? This is one of those situations that is turned around. Now your friend is upset with you. They're acting like this and they've said some things that have hurt your feelings. That really seems to help Brooklyn and then helps her be able to decide, should I apologize to them? Should I just give them some time? Do I need to let them know how they hurt my feelings? How do we need to work through this? What's the next step? This process seems to always help Brooklyn and her group of friends get to the root of what the problem is, even the spicy ones. And honestly, sometimes she's the spicy one. Sometimes it just takes an objective view for what's going on in a friendship in order to help work things out and help guide them to a resolution. And as their role model and their parent, their mom, it's our job to kind of help them articulate their thoughts and dig a little bit deeper so that they can separate out what's really happening and move forward with a better perspective. And mamas, let's just be honest, I'm big enough to admit that sometimes my daughter's the one who is being spicy and needs the guidance. But oh, there's those days, mamas. And you know what I'm talking about, the spicy days. The days that when you just walk into their bedroom and peek through the door, you can tell by their full attitude that there is something going on and it's gonna be a really spicy day. There's no sugar showing up in that moment. And guess what I do? I tell her to get up and go get ready for school. She ain't staying home with me, not with that attitude. Some days you know it and you feel so bad when you send your kid to school because they have got such an attitude, you don't even know what's gonna happen. It's like you're sending them to school and you don't know if it's Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde showing up. But on those days, 
when you send your child to school and you know they're having a spicy day, some days they come home and everything is just fine. It's all hunky-dory. It's just like they woke up, had a bad morning, and went on about their day. Sometimes, not so much. They leave in a bad mood and they come home in a bad mood. I have gotten that often. I try to remind Brooklyn of the times like these that she's had so that when her friends have a not-so-sugar day and it's a lot of spice, that she can say, you know, I've had my off days. Maybe they're just having a bad day, a bad moment. Something upset them. They need to deal with it. Let's just take a break for a while. However, there are those times when that becomes a consistent routine where the friend is just a little too spicy all the time and they don't seem to stop. They keep pushing and pushing the boundaries of the friendship. How much will you take? And then you start to think that maybe they're doing things on purpose. You really have to take a step back at that point and try to understand what is happening and what's going on. And that's why that process beforehand is very helpful. Because if you've worked through that process, and let's say you've done that several times with this friend, and it becomes a cycle within the friendship, maybe there needs to be a different action that you take. Maybe you need to set some boundaries for that friendship. Because friends, interestingly enough, they ebb and flow within your life. Sometimes you're friends with someone for a while, you move forward with your life, and they're not in that season with you anymore. And that's okay. You're moving forward, things are going well, and then that friend somehow comes back into your life. They show back up, and you pick up right where you left off with your friendship, laughing, having a good time, and things just flow naturally, like they were never gone. I love when those things happen in life, because I, for one, have been a true witness to the fact that my friends have ebbed and flowed out of my life. It's so funny when a friend will just call me up out of the blue and I think to myself, wow, I haven't heard from you in over two years. And yet I pick up the phone and we start talking like it was just yesterday. We may hang up the phone and not talk again for another couple of years. But when they call back, it's the same thing. We just pick up right where we left off. There's some friendships that can endure the test of time. I have friends that I haven't talked to in years that if they called me and they needed something, I would be there. It would not be a question. I would be there. It's just that way when you care about people, when you have made that connection in your heart with people. No matter if they're sugary sweet or spicy, those friendships can remain and last a lifetime. And if they don't, you don't need to feel bad about that. Sometimes friends come into your life for just a little while and they're there because there's a reason. You may not know the reason and they may not know the reason. You may never figure out what the reason was. Or 20 years from now, you may say to yourself, wow, these are the dreams I shared with her about my future. And she encouraged me so much. And now, just now, it's coming true and happening in my life. And her role was to encourage you to achieve your dreams. Whether you have sugary sweet friends or spicy hot friends, either way, you know who your true friends are. They add a lot of joy and laughter and fun to our life. I love to watch our daughter, who we have tried to raise in a very sweet way, but God love her, I am her mother. But I do love it when she shows her spicy side, at least every now and then. To me, it shows that she knows who she is, and she's not afraid to be authentic. It shows her spunk for life and her confidence. As long as it doesn't show she's mean, I'm okay with it. Sometimes there's too much spice. You know, it's just like making a recipe in the kitchen. If you add a little bit too much sugar, well, I don't know. Some people say you can never have too much sugar, right? But sometimes you can. It can make you sick. It really can. Too much chocolatey sugar, it makes me sick sometimes. But you can have too much spice and it will ruin the recipe. You need the right mixture in life, in those relationships, and everything that's going on around you to create balance. And I hope that that's one of the things I'm teaching my daughter, along with her friends, 
that sugar is great, spice can pay a price, but having good friends, y'all, that's twice as nice. So here's to those moms solving world peace one girl fight at a time and raising your girl who's sugary sweet with so much spice. Thank you for joining me. Stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, be you, because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up, take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.